You know, sometimes in church life, I, I think I've seen everything, and then something comes along in my twisted little brain and I go, mm -mm, haven't seen that yet. I've never seen a group of 10, 11, 12-year-olds in Sunday school ever act out this story that we just heard as part of their curriculum. And I don't know. I can just imagine it. First, we need a precocious young girl who can stand up to Jesus. Where in the world have you been? And then, of course, we need a Jesus. We need a Mary. Now, Mary has no lines in the play. She just sits at home. And when she hears that Jesus has come, she gets this kind of sulking look on her face. So it all happens right here. Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Right here in the face. Then you need, a, a like a Greek tragedy chorus, you need a group to be the Jews who murmur. They just murmur. Murmur. I don't know what murmur is, but murmur. And then we need a Lazarus. Now, Lazarus has to be the most wired young boy in all the class. And then we need to give him two Snickers and a mocha frappuccino. We need him fully wired on both sugar and caffeine because the only thing that he has to do once, and the boys are going to love this, he's completely wrapped in toilet paper from head to foot several times around the feet because that's what it said, and then he comes out like this. You can see him, can't you? It'd make a great play. Tell you what, you know, we've done enough with that Christmas pageant thing. We need to go to the Lazarus pageant thing. But I digress. Death is a part of life. Maybe because I had to look at death and what death could do at a very early age. I've always known that. Sometimes I'm surprised when people make it into adulthood and still have their family intact and their grandparents on both sides. And the first time they experience death, it is absolutely shattering for them. Death is a part of life. To face the reality of a loved one's death and to help us be resigned to it, how many times have we said to ourselves and said to others, well, you know, death is a part of life. That's just the way it is. We have to accept it. The death of a loved one always comes as a shock, even, even after a long illness. 
I believe this is the case for two reasons. First, even though we know death is a part of life, we put the reality of death as far out of our consciousness as possible as we live our lives from day to day. And secondly, even an expected death is a shock because death seems so final, a separation from the one we love. Death is a part of life. But it's also true, and here's the good news, that life is always a part of death. That's the message in the gospel story for today. Life is always a part of death. When Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, he was dramatically saying to us that death never has the last word. Please hear that. Death never has the last word. Life follows death. Life comes from death. Life continues after death. Death is but a, a bump in the road on the journey of life. Jesus said, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Jesus was not just giving Lazarus a longer life here on earth, for Lazarus certainly would die again. Jesus was demonstrating that for everyone who dies, eternal life is waiting. This is also the message of the prophet Ezekiel, in which God says to the Israelite people, O oh, my people, I will open your graves and have you rise from them. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. I will put my spirit in you that you may live. Life indeed can come out of any death. There is more good news in this story of Lazarus. There are many bumps in the road on the journey of life. Death is so much a part of life that we die many deaths before we finally experience the death of this old body. Marriages die. Businesses fail. Jobs are lost. Health is lost. Vigor is lost. Loved ones are lost by alienation or by death. Self-confidence can die. Hope can die. Financial security can be taken away. The list is endless. 
when one of these things happens to us, don't we die in some way? I remember when a friend of mine miserably failed his first pastorate. I mean, not just a little bit failed, he failed. He thought his priestly ministry, if not his very life, was over because he had done such a poor job and had fallen into such a big pothole. It took him half a year, half a year to recover from that death and only with the help of some very good friends, his bishop, fellow priests, and loving laypersons, was he able to live through that death and into a new life. But life came out of that death along with a lot of wisdom and a determination to do the right things the next time. The story of Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead is the good news that Jesus can raise any of us back to life after any of the deaths that we experience on the road of our journey through life. Jesus can raise any of us to a new life. I'm sure Lazarus was a very different man after he came out of that tomb where he was for four days. I love the traditions of the Catholic Church. You don't find it in Scripture, you find it in Holy Tradition. And Holy Tradition says, after that day of his resurrection, Lazarus never smiled again. Now you would have thought that this man would have been full of life and full of joy and full of vigor. Church tradition teaches that uh, he never smiled again. Somebody asked him why. He said, because of the things that I saw. To unholy souls. While I was dead. Hmm. Never smiled again. And you would have thought of all the people on the face of the earth, Lazarus would have had a grin on his face that would have taken three East Texas morticians and a mule to get off his silly face the second time they buried him. No. What he saw in the interim of those four days caused his life to change dramatically. Each resurrection in our journey of life makes us a different person as well. 
Today we have the third scrutiny. The third time that we speak to those who are going to be baptized and confirmed at the Easter Vigil three weeks from yesterday. You can make it. Today we have that third scrutiny for our elect. Christ is asking all of us, not just them, all of us, to examine our lives and to see what is preventing us from receiving the new life He is offering. What grave sinfulness or selfishness or unforgivingness have we buried ourselves in? What are the chains of death that keep us bound from which we need the Lord's help to release us? Are we ready to hear Jesus say to us, as he said to Lazarus, come out, come out of that tomb of death you have buried yourself in and receive the new life that I have prepared for you. You know, sometimes I talk to people and they tell me about their tomb. And unfortunately, they've grown rather comfortable in there. Kind of be like Lazarus, you know, ordering new furniture from, from, uh, from Mattress Mac. Yeah, it looks like I'm going to be here for a good long time, Mac. So send me one of those Tempur-Pedics. I'm going to get my money's worth out of it. You know. And a big screen television. I need one of those too. Now sometimes we make graves for ourselves. And then after we have been in there for so long... We can't imagine what it would be like to be any other place. Our anger, our frustration, our unforgivingness has become a lifestyle. And it's not pretty. Jesus says to us, as he said to Lazarus that day, come out, come out of that tomb of death that you have buried yourself in and receive the new life that I have prepared for you. So always remember there is always life in the midst of death. As people of faith, we have to affirm the abundance of life that surrounds us, the flowers that beautify the earth, the vegetables that grow and nourish us, the abundance of animal life, the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the mystery of the four seasons of the year. And how does my ornamental pear tree know that it is spring? 
How does it? The mystery of our vast universe, the mystery of love and friendship and family, the mystery of the Eucharist. In the midst of death, we are immersed in the abundance of life. And this should strengthen our faith that any death that we experience on our journey of life is really just a bump on the road and that God will bring life out of any of these deaths as well as the final death of our old broken down carcass. While death is a part of life, the raising of Lazarus is Jesus' way of assuring us that life is always the final part of true life, our life in Christ Jesus. Amen.